Digital Marketer. Today, it's Kevin David. Hello, and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Snavely, and in today's episode, I got to sit down with the very smart Kevin David, an Amazon FBA expert who's on a mission to help others break the nine to five cycle. In this episode, we get into the number one way to grow and scale on Amazon, the secrets to keyword ranking and how the A9 algorithm works, and some great tools that make everything about selling on Amazon stupidly easy. So whether you're already an Amazon seller, maybe you're just getting started with it, or you're simply curious about how it all works, I know you'll definitely take away at least one thing from this conversation. Here it is. So Kevin, I'm really excited to have you on today. Really excited to talk some like really smart, cool Amazon strategies that I don't know exist. (laughs) But before we kind of dive into that, I just want to hear like how you got your start, how you became like this Amazon demigod. (laughs) So, well, well, that's the first time anyone's ever said demigod. I like that. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, so it, it kind of happened in a strange way, I guess. I think a lot of people have these like really kind of formulaic like hero stories and things like that. But for me, I mean, I just I had an accounting job I didn't like and I wanted to try to find something else. And so I tried, you know, many different things. I tried to make an iOS app. I tried to make a travel blog. I tried to make an affiliate site. I was doing all of these things that I was literally learning about from just Google searching how to make money online. And, you know, the first one kind of failed, but I made a little bit of money and the second one kind of failed and the third one kind of failed. And then I, you know, my, the next one that I was going to try, cause you know, I would have tried forever. It didn't really matter to me. Like I didn't feel like I was failing and I was like depressed and it was a setback. It was just a little bump in the road and I was going to eventually figure it out. Mm. And so the, the kind of fourth thing that I tried was Amazon FBA. Um, and Amazon FBA made a lot of sense to me because I bought all of my like groceries and, you know, toilet paper and to- toothpaste and everything off of Amazon. So I really believed in Amazon because because I knew that, you know, myself and my generation, you know, and, and many generations now buy most things, if not everything off of Amazon. And so I kind of went all in on, on Amazon. I, you know, invested all the money that I had and more at the time, you know, with some 0% APR credit cards. And I went all in, I, I invested in six different products. And I made back my entire initial investment in the first like couple of weeks. And then, you know, everything after that was profit. And then, you know, all of that profit, I just kind of reinvested into more and more and more products. And from there, you know, I kind of just grew into this machine where I was making more from, you know, my job at, at Amazon or, or my, my kind of side hustle, so to speak, on Amazon than I was at my nine to five. And, and from there, I just never really looked back. Yeah, that's incredible. And I also, I kind of love the the departure from the like struggling to make in, ends meet, blah, blah, blah. Like you were just capitalizing, like finding a way to be a part of a system that's working for people and to find a way kind of out of mediocrity and you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a very bad employee. Like I never (laughs) felt comfortable being an employee. I never felt comfortable telling, you know, having people tell me what to do. And, and in some cases telling me to do things that I knew were not the most efficient way to do things or, or people that, you know, it's a very difficult thing. Like everyone, you know, out there, like you should think you're smart. 
right? Like whether or not you, you, know, you, you actually are, you right. have to believe you are, right? Because, you know, kind of what you believe and the confidence turns into, you know, upward feedback cycles that kind of turn into reality, right? Like one of the things that, that you know, confidence uh, mentors and, and, you know, people in that kind of realm of, of society teaches to smile and by just simply by the, the act of smiling, you feel happier, right? If you, if you talk about the fact that, that, you know, you're intelligent or that you're, you know, confident all of a sudden, you know, over time you start to believe that. Right. And, and so it's just kind of like that, that reinforcement cycle where you have to kind of believe that, that you deserve things in order to actually get them. Because if you don't, you won't take the action necessary to, to actually get the things that you want. Yeah. And I also think it kind of has a lot to do with the, the misconception that the harder you work, the more you can get, the more you deserve, because sometimes, sometimes you don't have to work super hard (laughs) in order to receive. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the most important lessons that I've learned probably as an entrepreneur is working hard is very different than working smart. Like I know a lot of people that, that work very hard at their nine to five jobs, but it's, it's not the same thing as working smart. Working smart is so much more important, right? Working smart means working towards something that actually has the scale possible right, to achieve, you know, particular goals that you set out, right? If you, if you're working at McDonald's, and you dedicate your whole life to it, and you, you know, you give it your all and give it everything. And every second of the whole day, you're passionate, energetic, and really give it your everything. You still have a very real, very hard cap on the potential that you can get back from that, because that's just the nature of that, of the, the opportunity, right? But if you, if you devote yourself Mm -hmm. in that same way and give your, give it everything, right? in e-commerce or, or in, you know, with YouTube or a personal brand or digital marketing or things that have, you know, essentially unlimited cap, the, you know, potential returns on, on your investment of time and energy are, are exponentially and and infinitely higher because they're not capped at, at, you know, a very real kind of ceiling uh, and potential. Mm. So let's kind of dig into some of the strategies because I feel like that is working smart and that, is a way to to find this kind of endless cap. I think, you know, when people are getting started on Amazon, maybe they see the potential and maybe after their first, you know, hitting walls and stuff like that, they, they can only get so far. So how do you break through that barrier? What are some of the things that you started with? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people get this wrong, right? Like uh, a lot of people think that, you know, to, to kind of break through the barrier, you have to get every little possible thing right about one product right? The listing has to be perfect. You have to split test all of the images. You have to split test the title. You have to split test the the bullets and the description. But, you know, honestly, the truth is, right, the, the number one way undeniably and, and, you know, really unquestionably is to add additional profitable products to your portfolio, right? You know, you can spend 100 hours trying to make every little thing perfect on, on your listing and all your PPC, right? And, and all of your marketing and all of that, and, and that will incrementally help you, right, if you're doing the right things. But if you add an additional profitable product to your product portfolio, that's going to produce infinitely greater returns on your actual time than trying to, like, optimize and tweak every little thing about one listing. It's just the nature of economics. Adding additional profitable products mm-hmm. to your portfolio will always be the number one best use of your time uh, on Amazon. 
How do you make sure that those are going to be profitable? I mean, there's a lot of different ways using software, right? Because I mean, before there was software like like Zonbase, for example, you know, you I don't even know how people did it, to be honest, right? Because there's tens of millions of products and trying to sort through all of that is just mind boggling, right? And and even even if you could sort through it, you still wouldn't have, you know, the, the Chrome extensions, for example, that allow you to see kind of the, the real time statistics of any particular keyword. So before software like, you know, Zonbase and some of the other competitors existed, I don't even know how people did it, to be honest. But I mean, now, you know, you have mm-hmm. so many tools at your disposal, if you kind of know where to look and, and how to leverage them, that you can, you know, relatively quickly and efficiently see you know, so much information. You can choose certain categories on Amazon. You can only look at keywords or, or products that meet a very specific set of criteria, right? Products that have less than 100 reviews that have, you know, between nine to $30,000 in revenue a month, you know, is kind of the sweet spot that I've found. Because a lot of people get this wrong. They go for products that, that make a million dollars a month, right? But those have all the competition. Those have all the kind of nasty Amazon sellers that will do like false IP claims and get your listing taken down. And just, it's kind of like the nasty underworld of Amazon. But, you know, if you kind of go mm-hmm. after the, you know, multiple base, base hits mentality rather than the, the one home run mentality, those are kind of the smart Amazon sellers who end up making the most money over the long term. So you can set criteria, you know, my criteria that I generally teach my students is, you know, you don't want to sell anything under $13. The, the math just doesn't make sense with FBA's fees and Amazon's fees. I usually look for things that have, on average, less than 100 reviews for the first page of results. And I generally look for products that, that, set, that have about between nine dollars and $30,000 per month in revenue. It's kind of the base hit uh, mentality. And if you can add, you know, one, two, three of those, even if you have like a conservative, you know, 30% profit margin, if a product's selling, you know, $10,000 a month, even kind of on the low end of what I just recommended, that's still $3,000 a month in profit per product. And so when you add, you know, two or three of those, all of a sudden you're making $10,000 profit a month and, you know, you're making a, a six figure salary working from home. So we kind of talked a little earlier about the concept of like long tail keywords. And I feel like these are kind of like long tail products. Yeah. So, I mean, long, long tail keywords uh, essentially just is a, is a way by which people can, can take advantage of, of Amazon, right? Amazon organizes products using a, an algorithm called A9 because, you know, there's tens of millions of products. It'd be impossible for some, you know, Amazon employee out there to try to organize everything. And so, you know, the, the real kind of Amazon experts and the people who, who truly understand that, similar to, you know, SEO and Google, the people who understand, you know, how Google ranks things based on link juice and, and backlinks and, you know, domain authority and all of that. Amazon is, is not entirely dissimilar, right? Amazon has a set of criteria and algorithms and the people who understand how those work and, and what you essentially need to do to, to be able to rank your product, right? And if you're, you're able to rank your product high in the search results for keywords and then again, like you said, for long tail keywords, that means that more eyeballs are going to be on your product, right? And if you have a product that has solid reviews, nice pictures and a fair price, people will buy it, right? No, it's the same thing as Google. Nobody scrolls to page two of Amazon. If you're on the first page of Amazon, you win. If you're on the second page of Amazon, you're, you're just, you're dead. So what kind of things can you do once you, once you have your portfolio, what kind of things can you do to make sure you're showing up? on the first page. Yeah, well, I mean, there, there's kind of two aspects to it, right? Essentially, uh, you know, and the A9 algorithm is not entirely uh, 
simple. So, I mean, I'll try to keep this as simple as possible, (laughs) you know, because without being able to share my screen, it's kind of difficult in certain ways. But essentially, Amazon calculates and, and dictates rank based on something called BSR. Right. BSR stands for best seller rank. And then each category and then subcategory node has a, what's called a BSR, you know, subcategory ranking. And so each category and subcategory has a master ranking based on the BSR within that category or subcategory. And so, for example, the number one product in home and kitchen, which is a huge category, right? It's a, it's a base parent category. The number one product, right? The, the, the product that literally has a score of one for the bestseller rank, it's the number one bestseller in home and kitchen, probably sells thousands of units a day. You know, it could be like garbage bags or something that's literally just selling an unbelievable amount. But, you know, the, the number one BSR in, you know, home and kitchen in, uh, or, or like patio and outdoors, outdoor decor, outdoor furniture cover, right? Like a subcategory of a subcategory of a subcategory might only sell, you know, 50 units a day. And so, you know, basically how all of this software organizes everything is based on the category or subcategory and the BSR within that, they can actually extrapolate how many units per day a particular product is actually selling, right? And so how A9 actually ranks products within categories is, you know, amongst other things, if a product is prime, if it has solid sales history and sales velocity, essentially the number one most important thing is how many products that, how many units that product actually sells per day. So if on page one, for example, of like the search term basketball, let's say, let's say there's 10 basketballs that rank on page one for the search term basketball. Let's say all 10 of those basketballs sell an average of 100 units a day. If you came in with a brand new basketball and you started selling 105 units a day, right, for seven straight days, which is kind of like the sweet spot of how Amazon's algorithm actually updates, that would tell Amazon that your product deserves mm-hmm. to outrank all of those those basketballs because it is actually, in fact, the best seller, right? And Amazon's a business. It wants to sell the, the product that sells most frequently and, and at the highest conversion rate for any particular keyword, right? Because that gives the best user experience because it shows what those people actually want to buy based on their search term, right? And so if you can sell the most units, you'll rank the highest for a particular keyword. So it's all totally based on... The conversion rate, it's not just Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually more than that, right? It's, it's prime eligibility, it's, it's sales history, it's sales velocity, it's account health, right? But, but definitely the most important overall factor, right, weighted factor in how Amazon ranks products for particular keywords within A9 is sales velocity, right? The number of actual units that a product sells and sustainably sells over generally about a, a seven or eight day period. Okay, so... When you go in, let's say you do have that new basketball, maybe you haven't gotten the the conversions. How would you make sure the search terms that you're including in your product title are are ones that might slowly begin to increase the conversion? Yeah, so I mean th- there's a couple ways. Generally people will use like launch services, right? Like like for example, inside of uh, Zonbase, there's a service called Page 1. And what they do is, is they have a huge list of buyers and couponers and, and things like that, where people will actually come and they'll buy products for discounted prices, right? They also do something called launch PPC, which means that they'll you know, artificially bid extremely high for, for a very specific set of keywords and, and kind of artificially boost the rank and 
overall positioning of that product, right? Because when you just launch a brand new product, you're like on page 20, right? Amazon has no idea what your product is. And so you have to feed the Amazon algorithm what your product is, right? Based on the listing. And then you have to actually get it ranked using a launch service, right? The way you actually tell Amazon that your product, right, is actually related to a, a basketball and that it should rank for basketball and all of the kind of long tail keywords, so to speak, like, you know, outdoor basketball for kids or, you know, whatever the kind of longer terms are, is you generally look at the product that's organically ranking first for whatever you feel is the most relevant, highest volume search term for your product. So if you feel that that, that you know, mm. search term is outdoor basketball for kids, right, or something like that, you would literally search that into Amazon you would find the number one organically ranking listing, right? Because what does that tell you? That tells you that Amazon feels that that listing is the most relevant for that term that you want to be most relevant for. And so what you do is you take that organically ranking first listing and you can plug it into another tool inside of the suite of, of software that I use uh, called zonbase.com. And you, you basically put that into a tool called reverse ASIN, right? And what that does is it'll literally tell you all of the top, all of the top uh, appearing by frequency keywords in that listing. And then you want to make sure that your listing and your title has all of those keywords, right? Because the proven best listing on Amazon, you want to create a listing that's as similar as that and, and of course improved as possible. And so you can see all of the words that that, that that best listing is ranking for, all of the long tail keywords. You can see the, the you know, single keywords that appear most frequently in that listing, right? And you can essentially reverse engineer why the Amazon A9 algorithm has chosen to rank that product first. And then you can recreate and improve that in your own listing. Okay. I, it's so funny. Like we've literally, I've literally already heard this and I still am like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> It's just super smart stuff. So going into like the product description, you know, obviously when you're doing product titles, you can only include so much. So, I mean, I'm guessing another way to beef it up is to add some of those keywords in your product description. Is there anything else you could be doing to your product description? Yeah. I mean, I, people overcomplicate this, right? You only have to have a, a, a specific keyword once in your title, product description, and uh, backend keywords and bullets, right? You don't have to repeat it. You don't have to do it a hundred times, right? And so there's, there's actually a, a listing optimization services and listing optimization tools out there that will allow you to, to basically put in a, a bunch of different keywords that you find, you know, using these tools, you know, based on the best ranking listing, and then you can actually build your listing so that it appears all of the most relevant keywords appear just once in your title, your bullets, your description, your backend keywords. And you can, you know, make a, a world class, world optimized, you know, beautiful listing in, in under an hour when it used to take, you know, a very much, very much longer to actually go ahead and do that. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise people to mm. get too caught up in, in trying to make a perfect listing and spending a bunch of time doing that, right? If you know how and you're learning from the right person, you can create a listing, you know, using the right tools in a very short amount of time. And then, you know, what you want to do, like I said before, what you want to do is add more products to your, to your product portfolio. But aside from that, what you want to do more so is spend time, you know, optimizing and iterating your actual PPC, right? Because if you can iterate your PPC and you can actually get your product 
more impressions and being seen and purchased by people, you know, for, for more long tail terms and, and terms related to your keyword, you know, that is going to ultimately give you significantly more actual kind of bang for your buck than trying to like, you know, spend weeks or months making the perfect listing. You can make the perfect listing in one day and then all of your future efforts, you know, build and, and actually compound on that perfect listing because the perfect listing will start to rank, you know, for all of these different long tail keywords and, and essentially web out and build on itself. So how does all of this translate into Google placement? Well, Google placement is, is really not that relevant for Amazon, right? Google Google's very different and Google also has its own shopping network. And so none of these things that we've been talking about are, are relevant for Google like almost at all. You know, the, mm. the Google reference okay. that I gave earlier was more so, you know, how, how experts can, can use their knowledge to essentially manipulate the, the SERPs, right? The search engine results page. Similarly, how, how Amazon experts can use their knowledge of A9 to get their products actually ranked onto the first page of Amazon. Gotcha. So I want to talk a little bit about the tech stack because you've mentioned a lot of great tools, but I don't even know all the different types of tools there can be like the fact that there's a list builder tool and like all that kind of stuff. So would you just like ramble off like the ultimate tech stack for maybe someone who is starting? So, I mean, how, how it used to be was there was like all of these individual tools and you kind of had to use like this one and that one and this one and that one. And you had to subscribe to all of these like little, you know, $29 a month offers. And it was, it was kind of annoying, but it was just kind of necessary if you wanted to, you know, kind of create the, the most optimized things for for your your Amazon business. But now, you know, because Amazon has has had a little bit longer to mature and, you know, some software developers have come out and really stepped up, you know, there's there's essentially one tool that I use that has every other tool inside of it, right? It's 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 essentially an all-inclusive suite of Amazon software called Zonbase. It's z o n b a s e.com. It has, you know, product research, it has, you know, listing optimization, it has keyword research tools, it has, you know, launch services, it has listing optimization tools, it has, you know, PPC management software. It really has everything you could possibly need to to be able to run a successful Amazon business. Awesome. Okay, cool. And then for someone who is maybe like literally has never done this before, but they're interested, what are the first steps they should take in finding a product? choosing products, starting listings. There's so many free resources out there, right? You know, I, it's crazy. I, I started YouTube three years ago. I made like a random product research video on my YouTube. I actually found the fidget spinner before it got popular, which is a fun little fact yeah. in what? that live YouTube <laughs> video. So people can actually go check if they want. But anyway, so I mean, there's so many free resources out there, myself on YouTube, many other people on YouTube. You know, there's, there's many courses you can get for, you know, $37, you can get, you know, more intensive things so that you can join that, you know, you can get daily or weekly mentorship from Amazon experts, you know, which is obviously more expensive. So it just really depends on, on, you know, how serious people are, what their budget is, you know, if you want to just kind of dabble into it, which I, I definitely don't recommend, you know, you can just kind of look what's out mm. there, read blogs, watch YouTube videos. But the problem with that is people get stuck in kind of this, this phase where they never, they're just kind of stuck in learning mode and never actually implement anything, right? So it just, it depends on what kind of a person you are. Some people, you know, like physical trainers, you know, they don't necessarily need them. Anybody could go into the gym and work out. So why do people have personal trainers? Because, you know, the accountability that it gives you because of, you know, people that, that really know what they're 
doing and have dedicated their lives to that. And you can benefit off of that, of that knowledge, right? It's the same thing with Amazon. And so there's a lot of different services out there that, that people can take advantage of. You know, if people want to learn more about those services, you know, there's a bunch available on my website, officialkevindavid.com. You know, again, you can find me or many other people on, on YouTube. You know, you guys can can read blogs on Google, right? There's there's so much out there. The beautiful part about, you know, the world today is all the information in the world is literally at your fingertips. And, you know, I've seen it happen so many times that if people quite literally click the right keys on a keyboard, you know, 90 days, six months, you know, 12 months from now, their whole life can be completely changed. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, there's probably a lot of, a lot of people, whether or not there's someone who owns a business, if there's someone who was marketing for a business or, you know, there's a lot of changes happening with the economy that I think if you can find that additional income, this is a really good opportunity to do that. Yeah. I mean, Amazon is just such a unique thing, right? Like, like Jeff Bezos, I think, I think he made like $50 billion during the pandemic or something like absolutely bonkers. You know, and while, while most of these businesses are going out of business and going bankrupt, Amazon hired an additional 175,000 people, right? You know, there's been a million articles that I've seen about how people who've never bought anything online in their lives are flocking to Amazon because they had to because of because of COVID, right? And so Amazon's growing faster than it ever has, you know, and it's not going to stop. It's expanding into other countries. It, the shipping times get faster every day, right? They're expanding into grocery and all of these different things. And Amazon is just so unique in, in a lot of different ways. Like if you wanted to start drop shipping or something like that, for example, you have to pay for every customer that comes to your store, right? Through Facebook ads or through Google ads. There's really no alternative to that. And that's the same with most other online businesses, right? With Amazon, they, they have over 100 million prime customers, right? 82% of households yeah. in the USA have an active prime membership, 82%. Like that's like literally like four out of every five people that you see on a day-to-day basis at the grocery store or at the gym, they have Amazon, right? And they actively subscribe and buy things off Mm -hmm. of Amazon. So it's just really hard to understand the scale of Amazon until you kind of experience it for yourself. Like, you know, I I remember when we were selling like over a thousand coffee mugs a day on Amazon, which is like a huge amount of coffee mugs. It's like literally like 20 feet (laughs) of coffee mugs. It's like just comical, right? And, you know, those types of things are really difficult to kind of understand until you experience it for yourself. And and Amazon is such a monster, right? They they did close to $300 billion in revenue last year. And, you know, this year, it'll it'll be significantly more. And just to add to that, it's a very simple idea. But when people go onto Facebook, it's a social media network. When people go on Instagram, it's a social media network. When people go to Amazon, they are going shopping. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like on Google, for example, like it's not buyer intent keywords, right? Uh, On Amazon, if someone searches Mm -hmm. something, they have 100% intention of buying it. Yeah. Kind of getting into, we kind of talked some beginner stuff, but I just like to know, you know, talking now to the, the people out there who sell a lot of stuff on Amazon and maybe they just want to know like, What's happening right now? What's the what's working? What are some of the more advanced things they should be aware of? You know, I think I think people get tripped up trying to think of like the next like little hack or or you know trick or something like that. It's really not like that, like in the real world, mm-hmm. right? The people who focus on adding additional due diligence, you know, profitably graded products to their portfolios are the ones who win, right? And the people who reinvest their profits into mm-hmm. new products who inventory forecast correctly and they, they don't go out of stock often, if not at all, right? They understand 
that in Q4, things get 10 times crazier generally. You know, they go after products that meet a certain set of criteria, proven criteria. You know, they go after giftable products that have significantly lower return rates and generally have less price sensitivity, right? Those people are the ones who win. And then, you know, there's, there's always advanced strategies, right? Like I said before, if you truly, if you truly understand what you're doing and you can make a fully optimized listing, you can essentially do that once and then kind of forget about it and then direct all of your incremental kind of upkeep on PPC, right? Because if you get better at PPC and you're showing impressions for all of the different long tail keywords related to your product, and you're showing impressions to, you know, all of the different, you know, ancillary and, and complementarily related products, that's when, you know, you start to rank for all of these things that a lot of other people aren't even thinking about, right? And then you can download your search term report and you can actually look at your search term report. You can see all of this information that you can use for, for your PPC campaigns, right? Maybe you, you, you know, advertise for just the word basketball and you see that you got a sale for that word and you, you go into your search term report and you check the customer search, the customer exact search phrase, which you're, you know, able to do. You can see exactly what the person searched that ended up buying and maybe they type something crazy like, you know, pink basketball for, you know, little sister or something like that. And then you run that as a PPC word. And then you start to see that you get, you know, a sale a day based on that goofy, like six word long tail phrase. Right. And that's kind of the iterative cycle where you hmm. advertise, you do a lot of broad match uh, keywords, and then you look at your search term report and then you see what the actual exact customer search term was. And then you run, you know, phrase match campaigns based on that. And you just iterate it in this endless cycle. How often should you be doing that? I mean, you know, when I was like fully managing my, my PPC myself, which I, you know, in full transparency, don't do anymore. I use Zonbase, right? They have, you know, algorithms and machine learning and artificial intelligence in their PPC management tools where, where it just does all of this for you. Right. And if you're a successful seller, you shouldn't be spending your time doing this, just to be perfectly honest. Right. It's worth understanding it. But, you know, when I was when I was running it myself, I was doing it every day. Okay. well, damn, I feel like there's so much there that people could pick out one sentence and have a task that they could do for, you know, the next like couple of months. For sure. <laughs> well, we're kind of getting to the end of the hour. And before mm-hmm. I ask the final question that we ask of all new guests on the Digital Marketer Podcast, Kevin, I'd love to know where people can find out more about you, where they can take your courses, reach out, any anything that you've got going on. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm not the type of person that like hard sells like my courses or anything. And so, you know, I think the best place to learn more about me is actually like my podcast. So we actually have a top 25 in the world podcast called the, the Kevin David Experience. You know, we bring on a bunch of really exciting entrepreneurs like Roland Frazier and, and you know, hopefully soon to be uh, Ryan Dice and, and many other, you know, just in- incredibly successful, interesting entrepreneurs who, who talk about their journey and, and, you know, how they found success and, and kind of what worked then and what works now. And, and we really focus on, on beginners and, and how they can find success and skip a lot of the same mistakes that, you know, myself and, and many other entrepreneurs have made. That's awesome. And to that end, the question, the last question is, Kevin, if you could go back in time and tell accounting Kevin anything at all with the knowledge that you know now, what would you say to him? I would say quit your job like immediately. I waited too long. I wasted a lot of time. You know, I think a lot of people get tripped up and they, they think that they want to go back to school, right? But generally, like a lot of people who think that type of stuff, they, they just don't know what they want. 
right? And so a lot of people don't spend the time mm-hmm. that they need to spend um, actually thinking about what they want, right? A lot of people feel depressed or they don't feel fulfilled because they don't have what they want, but they literally, seriously, literally don't know what they want. It's like the craziest thing, but but so many people do this, right? Where, you know, it's kind of the mentality, like if I had five hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend the first four sharpening the ax, right? People to, to literally mm-hmm. and very microscopically and tangibly write down what they want. You know, for me, I wanted to live right on the ocean, right? And, and you know, I'm sitting in my house in Miami, the, the beach is literally four feet away. You know, I, I wanted to live in a, in a tropical place. I wanted to have certain cars and I wanted to be able to do certain things. And I wanted to be able to travel to certain places. And I wrote those things down, like literally on a piece of paper. I have Google Drive documents, you know, from years ago, where I, I kind of created this, this mm-hmm. situation that I wanted based on what made me happy and what I actually wanted out of life. I wanted to, you know, be the CEO. I wanted to have software companies. I wanted to, you know, uh, help people. I wanted to teach people. I wanted to help people, you know, do the same thing that I was able to do, which was leave my nine to five job. And, you know, I think it's so important for people to write down and make tangible very specific quantifiable things that they want, right? And then take action. Like you you really, one of the most important things that I've learned as an entrepreneur is you get good at what you do, right? Like if you're working at McDonald's, you'll get good at working at McDonald's. You'll learn like little nuances and ways to, you know, make hamburgers or chicken McNuggets or whatever more efficiently. Similarly, if, if you work at, at, you know, doing digital marketing, you'll learn nuances about Facebook ads or Google ads that you, you can't learn any other way. Right. So if you know you want to do something specific or, you know, you want the results that some particular person wants. Right. Look at what they actually spend their time doing. Right. Not necessarily talking about, but doing with their time. Right. And then reverse engineer it into actual actionable steps that you consistently take. And then you can have the same success and you can have the same results as anyone else in the world. Right. And understanding that you deserve that sooner and actually truly believing and buying into that is the most important advice I could possibly give to anyone. Mm, That's really powerful. Kevin, thank you so much. You made me tear up a little bit at the end. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I'm, not, I'm very passionate about this stuff. I, it's just, it kills me inside to, to see people not kind of achieve the things that they want to do. And, and I personally waited too long. You know, I, I had a nine to five job for over a year that I, I'll never get back. And, you know, I wish I would have, I wish I would have been able to talk to myself at the beginning of that year. But for anyone listening who, who might be in a similar situation, right, feel free to reach out to me. You know, the podcast, like I said, also on Instagram at Kevin David, you know, I, I respond to all my messages, all of them that I possibly can. And so, you know, I hope that, that someone listening to this somewhere found found some value from something that I said. And, you know, uh, you guys are in the right place, right? Because Digital Marketer and then their whole team is, you know, the, the best of the best. And and it's really exciting to, to kind of be in a position, being able to listen, you know, to, to all of their uh, incredible staff and all of the, the guests that they bring on. Well, it's an honor to have you here and to learn from you and to have you as part of the part of the club. Well, it is it is incredible to be here. I, I can't thank you enough. And and I look forward to, to some future collaborations. Yeah, thank you. And to everyone listening, thank you so much for joining us. It means everything to have a little bit of your day each week. And we'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye.
Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.